I told you it's fine. And no one cares. They've heard the song a million times by now. It's silent. I didn't hear a thing. But you and told me you were going to play it. But I, I did. Oh, okay. Welcome to the Finicky <laughs> Podcast. It's Ben Derger. We already said that. Ben Derger is calling us. Don't tell anyone. I mean, there's not a lot of people that listen to this pod, so I think you're good. But don't tell anyone. Ben Derger is the first. I believe the first. To do the Finicky Podcast from work. Is that correct, yep, Ben Derrick? That is correct. So if the phone rings, my work phone, then I might have to, you know, pop off. But I don't think that's going to happen because it's been chill all night. So, okay. Ben, you live an exciting life that I cannot fathom. Uh, tell, I feel like we, we went over what your job was uh, when we were done recording last time. So... Ben, I think I've spoiled, I've told a bunch of it, but Ben, you tell us, what what is your job? Um, well, first off, I moved to Vegas last year in the middle of the pandemic. I think people and, noticed uh, that. I think that much people got. Yeah, okay, anyway, fast forward. Um, I work at the Bellagio, and I'm a butler. So I take care of interesting people, uh, whether it's musicians or... Um, athletes or actually I think a couple of weeks ago there's a billionaire that stayed here um, but I wasn't able to see him because he had bodyguards and all that stuff so it's an interesting job it's on call so right now I'm actually talking in the I went into the presidential room and I'm just sitting down uh, on the couch listening to music and doing this uh, podcast Ben Derge, <laughs> you're sitting down with the president doing the podcast? In the presidential suite. Oh, that's close. You're basically yeah. one of the people that we see when we watch Succession. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess. Basically. <laughs> that's incredible. I'm so proud of you. Um, Thank you. And, and with that, uh, I just want to confirm, because it probably won't happen in any time in the immediate future, but that you are... 100% obligated to plan the next uh, finicky gathering in Vegas so that um, yes, absolutely. we all experience the royalties we, sh- we, we are accustomed to. Yeah, anyone anyone in the league decides to come to Vegas, just text me and then I'll see what I can do for you. Whether, I mean, whether it's staying at a Winner. hotel or reservation somewhere, Winner. I have some connections, you know, and then uh, I can make your trip more enjoyable. I was really waiting for you to say dreams come true, but trip more enjoyable. <laughs> that works too. I'll take either. Yeah. Oh, Derrige, we're so proud. We're so proud. Well, before we get into it also, um, for those who aren't aware, uh, Ben Bliss has brought another Bliss into the world. So uh, there's there's yeah. Blisses, Blice. I don't know, a gaggle of blice? I don't know. There's a lot of blisses. There's a lot of bliss. I think bliss itself is plural. There's a lot of bliss, more bliss in the world. And then, uh, so it's his second kid. And then uh, uh, Emily's yeah, in the other room. congratulations to him. Probably yeah, going to. That, there's a picture in the, that he uh, posted on the, on the thread. So congratulations, Bliss. That's Amazing. right. That's right. If you pay attention to the thread, yeah. you would have seen that. 
for all the people who listen to the podcast and don't look at the thread. I don't know. Um, and then also, uh, um, uh, yeah, Emily's going to pop, I mean, scientifically okay. in the next week. So that's what science says. So that'll happen. And then the more kids there. And then uh, uh, next week's pod, we'll see. Uh, it A long time ago, I believe Zach and Chris took on the podcast. Um, I think I... I think I weaseled Bottom or Lyle or both of them into having to take over the pod for next week. But if for some reason I'm still conscious and awake, uh, Ben Bliss, I promised him that we would do the pod at four in the morning because those are the hours that you live when you I, have a kid. I have I have a random question you might you might know. Yeah. Um, how many how many finicky years have dogs? Because I have two now. I have two dogs. And you I know have two you have dogs? Two. Yeah, I have two dogs. I had, um, well, I had one for like two years and then I rescued one, uh, I don't know, maybe like six or seven months ago. So I have two dogs, but I know, I know a handful of us. I know Zach has a dog. I don't know about, I don't even think Chris has a dog. No, I don't um, think Chris has a dog. If he has, he's been keeping it a secret for us. That's a good poll. We could do a finicky poll. I don't, I don't know if Stephanie has a dog for all the kids. I don't know if they have a dog. Um, we'll do a finicky poll. We'll figure out how many finickiers have dogs. I think it's everyone but... So obviously not Lyle, not Steph, not Tez. You have dogs. Yeah, I, I think that would that be was it. Random. I, so. I was just thinking about that. No, this yeah. is important anyway, stuff. Talk, we needed to get to this important stuff. stuff. Yeah, so I was like, I got two dogs. <laughs> Jay, one, yeah. proud of you for getting two dogs. And two, I'm glad we bring you in for the hard-hitting, deep insight that this show deserves. Keeps the keeps the, the the viewers, the readers, the listeners, the listeners coming back. That's important. Um, all right. Eventually, we got to talk some finicky. Uh, we'll start off with the free agent offers report. Um, I guess also we can talk about where we are record wise. Um, the standings right now, percentages, because it helps you understand why some of the people made the moves they did. Um, Derge, you are at a 54% chance at making the playoffs. Zach is at 61%. So you two are basically the same person. And then, uh, Andrew bottom 79%. That's all in the West with obviously don't want to denigrate, uh, Christopher Antez, even though he doesn't have a dog, uh, 3% chance, 3% chance for Antez and a 0% chance for the dogless Stephanie. Um, and then in the East, it's a little less competitive. It is uh, JP, 100%. Uh, Snake, 99%. And then uh, Lyle, 3%. Me at 1%. And uh, looks like, you know, Ben Bliss, obviously, 0%. I'm really interested in the numbers on how uh, Lyle won last week and still went down in percentages. But, you know, them's the breaks. Um, uh. So with that... Let's look into how, with, with all that information, let's see how everyone reacted with the waivers report. There was so much talent on the waivers this week. Um, the big dog, Alexander Madison, because as you know, there's a Dalvin Cook went down. You knew that, right? You live in Vegas. You have to know all this stuff. Uh, no. <laughs> nope. Didn't know. Okay. Well, had no. you known, maybe you would have made a slightly bigger Wait, offer. We got to talk about Adrian Peterson. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. News. Well, that's, that's even, yeah, I think he's still on the wire out there, Deja. You might be able to still get him. The Seahawks did pick up 
uh, Adrian Peterson, if and I can't believe I'm saying that in the year of our Lord, 2021. <laughs> but um, yes, that is true. And I just want to point. So when it comes to the claiming of not Adrian Peterson, but of Alexander Madison, because uh, he's a proven. Uh, player recently, unlike Adrian Peterson, who proved himself a long time ago. Uh, yeah. $25 was the winning bid. And the funny thing is, uh, two people put down $25. Um, the 100% guaranteed JP put down $25. But so the thing is, uh, Christopher Antez, who has a worse record than JP, also put down $25. So he got him and kept the juggernaut JP from getting Alexander Madison. And I just want to say how much I love that. It's incredible how JP, I don't I can't exactly get a clear picture on what JP was trying to do in the waivers. But one, had he just put one more dollar, had he put 26, he would have got Alexander Madison, but they both got 25. Ty goes to Antez. And then you look at that ripple effect. Um, so uh, Zach also wanted Alexander Madison, but down, put down 23. Um, didn't get him, obviously. So he also took, so he took Taysom Hill for $23. We all know that Zach, who just had had Taysom Hill and then released him and now he got the job. So now he's getting him back. That's okay. Um so JP then settles for Jamal Williams for $15. Um, and then he put down $10 for Chuba Hubbard. I'm guessing the same player. He wanted to drop a kicker and pick up Jamal Williams. Uh, Chuba Hubbard ends up going for $1 to uh, Snake. Obviously, Chuba Hubbard's not playing this week, but $1 for a good old Snake. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Um and then the rest are just kickers and, and defense. Logan Thomas goes to Snake. The Dolphins go to Snake. Snake, uh, no, Antez tried to get Evan McPherson, but I got Evan McPherson. So f- fuck you, Antez. You back off. And then um, after that, it's just, yeah, linebackers, running backs, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I got T.Y. Hilton. I don't know why I did that. I, I got so yeah, no one cares about the rest of this. Um pretty interesting though. Pretty interesting stuff on the uh, at the top there with the free agent offers report. Um how much do you know how much money you have left, Derrick? I do. Let I'm taking see. a look right here. We've got I got $79. You got $79. Um Antez has 150, so obviously he's spending a lot. Uh Stephanie Tucker, I'm pretty sure I explained how uh, the money part of this work. She still has her entire fab. Stephanie could drop $200 on, I don't know, if Peyton Manning came back next week or, or Eli Manning. She likes the Giants. Uh, she could spend her entire fab and get him. But um, it's her and uh, Tez with the top fab by far. Bliss still has a little over $100. Um, Zach and Snake are down to $7. JP still has $77. All that is important because obviously we're getting, you know, into it now. And, uh, oh, man, yeah, I, I've i got 20 bucks. I've got 20 bucks. That's nice. Uh, Lyle's almost got 100, too. So, yeah, I mean, there's still, if you want to get somebody, you got to put down some money. And Stephanie could just buy us all out. But I don't know. I wonder if she could trade. I wonder if she could, I mean, if we had picks or something. Anyway, it's <laughs> stupid. I don't need to think about that. Let's move on to... 
Our favorite part, let's look into the weekly preview. Darji, how are you feeling going into this next week? Very confident. Very confident. Well, with that, I believe we have to start with Darje and Bliss. Uh, you are seven and five. You are vying for a playoff spot in a very competitive West. Uh, ben Bliss is not. He is currently projected for 85 points, but that's because he's got two quarterbacks on the bye. Um, tell me, Darje, what do you like about your team? Mm, well, I'm, I'm riding a two-game win streak, so I have some momentum going into this game. Yeah, you are. Uh, yeah. And I don't know. Uh, everyone seems to be healthy, I think. So, um, and it's kind of getting towards, well, I guess later into the season. And, and just like here in Finicky, or, uh, they tend to play a little more better, I guess, towards the end because you want to win more. It means more at the end. Um, let's see. And I have, uh, I have, uh, Taylor, Tyler, Heineke, who beat the Seahawks last week. Oh, we don't need <laughs> to talk nothing, about that. Has nothing to do with nothing, but I just need to say something because I don't know what's going on in football. <laughs> well, who do you think is going to win? Well, I first I have to ask two questions. These are two questions yeah, that I, I must know the answers to. I'm sure the people at home are wondering. Uh, it makes me think that you know something that no one else does. So first... Why are you playing the Jags? Well, yeah. why are you playing the Jags D versus the Rams? Well, I I haven't actually um, done or looked at the waiver wire, um, so my my lineup's not set, even though it's uh, the position filled. So you knew I'm you were coming on the sure. pod, and you haven't even yeah. swapped out your players yet. Okay. Well, then hey, I think I know that. Yeah, but that's but Bliss is is he's in, he's living in the netherworld. He doesn't know if he's awake or asleep. He is he's doing <laughs> twenty five minute cat naps throughout the day. You can't blame him. You're playing half man, half zombie. And he when he moves his players in, he's not in terrible shape because the Rams are back and that's half of his team. And oddly enough, yeah. he's got a Matthew Stafford. Odell Beckham Jr., Sony Michelle Stack, Marquise Brown, he's going to swap in, and Alvin Kamara could play. Like this, he needs another quarterback, but this could get pretty juiced. Yeah. Um, you've got, I mean, he's he's definitely banking on the Ravens, defense and coach, to just destroy Pittsburgh, and I'm here for it. I think that that's going to happen. Uh, my, my next question is, are you prophesizing that the Texans are going to beat the Colts? Um, yes. I'm gonna leave yes. That there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is big. I, I want to say like what the, what the, what the Vegas odds are there, but I, I don't know. You're also rotating two kickers, Matt Gay and Matt Prater. Is that true? That is true. Again, like I said, um, I haven't looked at the waiver wire, so I obviously don't need two kickers, but they're, they both are projected, you know. To well, be yeah, I think you yeah. might have the two top kickers there. Matt Prater, uh, Arizona versus Chicago, and Matt Gay, Rams kicker versus Jacksonville. Those are 
both top five starts. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think if I remember, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, I think Matt Crater missed a couple, so that's why I got someone else. And then he had a bye, so I, I let uh, – are they both named Matt? <laughs> they both they both are named Matt. That's a, that's a hell yeah, of a story. You should probably rename your team. They're both named Matt. I I think that'd be pretty good. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm I'm di- and you what I can't make fun of it. whatever you're doing is working. You're on a three game winning streak. Ben Bliss hasn't won three games all season, so um, I'm gonna pick you. And uh, well, I'm a, I'm on a two game winning streak. If I win this, it'll be three. So you oh, just- so you were just forecasting. That is absolutely yeah. brutal. I'm sorry, Ben Bliss. Don't even listen to this pod. It's just mean. All right. Well, we can look on to the next uh, big matchup. We've got Antez versus Stephanie. This game means a lot to Antez. Doesn't mean so much for Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie's going to drop her Chiefs back in this lineup. Um, after all that, she's going to have Kareem Hunt on a bye. I don't know if it was worth holding on to him. Um, she's got to put Leonard back in. She's got some stuff to move around. But at this point, the way it stands, Antez scientifically only has about a 2% favor. Um, I don't know. Who do you think has the, the gets the, Oh, there's she, he doesn't have a kicker and that's why. Okay. Well, who do you see uh, coming away with this one? Oh, and by the way, Antez is going to pluck in Alexander Madison. So that's going to be pretty big. Oh, that's right. Um, let me take a look at this real quick. Prescott, Carl Wilson. Um, I'm going to go with Antez. Just because. Just because. Yeah, Antez. All right. So okay. if you put Madison in, who's, who's he taking out, do you think? Well, I mean, I think you'll probably take out Jacoby Myers and move Tyreek Hill down. But, I mean, I guess James Robinson's a question mark still. But, I mean, yeah, think about it. He's got a pretty incredible lineup. He's got the number one running back, and if not all of the number one player overall in fantasy football. With Jonathan Taylor. He's got James Robinson, yep. who's a feature running back. If he plays, he plays. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is coming back off inter- uh, injury. Uh, he could play. We'll see. Uh, Tyreek Hill. So he's got those two weapons on the Chiefs. So he's positioned well for whatever happens with Mahomes there. Um, Lockett and Russell are the only thing working on the Seahawks. And if Russ comes back, that's a huge stack. Joe Burrow has looked incredible lately. Um, Hunter Renfro has been the number one weapon for Las Vegas. I know that because, uh, you know that cause you live in Las Vegas. I know that cause I own Darren Waller and Kyle Pitts has been a bust for the last three weeks. But then again, he is the only thing going. He's the only real weapon outside of Cordell Patterson for that entire offense. He probably has to get rid of Fred Warner. He's got the Bucks D versus Atlanta. Yeah. Holy shit. Like. Antez is the projection doesn't really show it, but he's stacked. This is a hell of a team, and his bench isn't bad either. He's got the best rookie quarterback. I know that because I have the rest of them, and he's got Zach Ertz. Um, I, I this is I I yeah, pick he, Tez. Uh, I'm picking Tez. I think it's an easy pick for Tez, and I just want to remind you, uh, Tez is not out of it. He's got a decent shot the playoffs. Uh, his his percentage, his playoff percentage is 
I lost it. Where'd it go? Oh, never mind. No, fuck. He's only got 3%. Never mind. I mean, pretty shitty. But then again, if he wins, he has seven wins. If Zach, Zach and Bottom play each other, so they'll stay at seven. But if you lose, Derage, you're opening yeah. the door for Mr. Chris Antez to crawl right in there and create some havoc. So, so that, yeah. that's, you got to keep an eye on that matchup. And you just picked him a win, which was, I mean, pretty foolish now that you think of it. Well, I'm just calling it as I see it. Maybe That's fair. Nice team. All right. Well, speaking of calling it like a seal, let's look up to the, the next most depressing matchup, uh, which is mine. It is me versus Snake. And uh, Jake the Snake really doesn't need this win at all. Um, if he was a true friend, he'd bench all of his players. But let's look at see what happens in the, in the event that he does actually play uh, his people. Let's take a look. Uh, since I'm a pinch biased, uh, I'll let you take a look at this one. Um, I'm picking Snake. He, Jesus, like you didn't even Brady. do any analysis, Darius J. Do a well, little I'm, bit I'm of analysis. Right like, Tom Brady's going up against Atlanta, and he has Antonio Brown. He has Cooper Cup. Um, he has Pittman, who's a good player and you have what you got you got field zach wilson you know just because he didn't work for you doesn't mean he can't work for me yeah zach wilson versus philadelphia and their hampered quarterback remember at the remember i i did the first podcast this season and it was either zach wilson or cordell patterson and you have both of them um, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's yeah, he's incredible. He's a top ten running back somehow. <laughs> and um, yeah, Zach Wilson, I believe uh, you started him the week that he had four completions, four interceptions. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that maybe he has learned the better of his ways and has a great game. I just I can't start Trevor Lawrence because I'm starting the Rams D. And I can't start Trey Lance because he's not playing football yet. So that's kind of where I'm landing. Uh, Zach, and plus, at this point, I've got I've to live my truth. This was my year, uh, the bottom method. I'm going to start the rookie quarterbacks. Um, and maybe the thing is, if I don't start the rookie quarterbacks and then they do really well, well then I just feel like an asshole. So I'm going for it. I've got Zach Wilson and Justin Fields in. Uh, and and if they do well, I'm in. I, I maybe maybe win. If they don't, which is forecasted by just about everyone, then yeah, this is a tough yeah. this is a tough matchup for me. But uh, well, I'm rooting for you. I just don't think you're gonna win. Gibson's hit his stride. <laughs> Zeke Elliott's gonna have a big load, according to uh, <laughs> the owner of the Cowboys. Uh, Cordero Patterson's the greatest running back ever. Darnell Mooney. Look at that stack. Who the, who's got a Fields Mooney stack? No one but me. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Brand Ayuk, CeeDee Lamb, Pat Framuth. I mean, these are big names. These are big, big names. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I probably don't win this. But I'm giving myself a chance. I have a 1% chance at the playoffs. And that 1% chance oh, starts the, the, here. The Seahawks, the Seahawks and the 49ers can tie and you can get 50 points. They could. That would probably be my best, the best thing that the Seahawks have done for me all season. So, 
<sighs> we'll see. And yeah, maybe Darren Waller plays, but even if he does, I don't know if I'll plug him in. I don't know. We'll see. Got a lot of brain damage players on my team. I'm picking me, and I don't care what you think, even though I know secretly you want to pick me. Um, we're moving on to the next big matchup. Uh, my other former 4% bro, Lyle, versus the 100% chance playoffs, JP Morrell. Um, this one is projected tight. I don't know. What do you see here, Derge? Let's see. Carson Wentz and Garoppolo versus Taga Valala and Goff. Um, it's not a hard start. Probably. I mean, yeah, because Rodgers is on by and Nick Chubb is on by. And I don't think Daniel Jones has – I think his brain is mush. So, yeah, I think right now Lyle's looking at those two QBs. Let's see what else is there. Alvin Cook. Oh, he's injured. Doesn't say on that. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, JP looks solid for a win here. I think. I mean, it's going to be close. It's projected close. So you never know. I'm picking. I'm picking Andre the Giant. DeAndre the Giant. Very, very creative for you to do that. Um, I mean, it's 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 you you got to put. There's a lot of people who are who are doing well, but they're still very volatile. And I'm going to list those people right now, and sh- and they're all on one team. Elijah Moore, Boston Scott, Jamal Williams, Tony Pollard. Those are four volatile players. They could do fine, but they could be nothing. I'm hoping Elijah Moore does great because, obviously, he's got to get the ball from Zach Wilson. But also, Elijah Moore not be doing too well because he has to get the ball from Zach Wilson. So that's not looking good for him. Um, George Kittle probably going to do well because it's against Seahawks. That makes me mad. Honestly, the most sure thing on this entire sheet is the Colts D versus Houston because the Colts D has been phenomenal. They, um, Well, they were 20 points and 10 points. They got negative one last week. They're probably very upset about that. And now they're going to Houston. I'm guessing this is right before the bye. They're going to do really well. The The shitty part about all that that scares me is that for some reason, Lyle has decided to start the Texans part of that argument. And that might be his undoing. So, I don't know. He doesn't have a backup D. He might swap him in later, but it's not looking good. JP did lose Dalvin Cook and Debo Samuel in the same week. So he is wounded. I think Lyle makes some creative moves. He could compete for this matchup, which would mean the world to him and not really a goddamn thing to JP because, again, 100% chance of the playoffs. So I'll give it to Lyle, and it means nothing. All right. We're almost there. Derrick this is the game of the week. Zach McKee, 7-5. and five. Andrew Bodden, 7-5. This is big for you because this, this is in your division. This is huge. Well, someone's got to lose. <laughs> um, all right, let me see. Everything is the same. 50-50, projected 157, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, Tyson Hill. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me just scroll down real quick. I like... I like bottom. I think I like bottom team a little more. This is just by looking at names, by the way. Um, yeah, I think... I think Bottom's going to win this one. Why is he starting Traquan Smith? I wonder what he knows there. I 
Taysom Hill doesn't really like to throw the ball. And Traquan Smith, while has been the wide receiver one on that team, that's not saying a whole lot. Ah, good God, there's got to be a better option. I mean, here's the thing. It could go fine. It's on Thursday night football. Anything happens on Thursday night. But we're going to actually learn a lot tomorrow night about this matchup. Taysom Hill is going to run. I don't know if he's going to pass. If he doesn't pass, well, Traquan Smith is a zero right there. Um uh, and, and then uh, Kyler, if he doesn't throw to AJ green, Kyler can score a bunch, but AJ green becomes a zero. I don't know. There's a, I think the best player, I mean, obviously bottom's got that stack. He's got Lamar and he's got Jalen, but Jalen's, you know, a little bit hurt and Lamar, uh, it's Pittsburgh. They've got a good defense. So I don't know. I don't know what happens there. Nick folk has sadly been bottom's best player lately. He's he's got thirty something points in the last two matchups. He's a kicker. It's incredible. Yeah. He had thirty the, in the last three weeks. I mean, honestly, Nick Folk might be this year's MVP. He is the number one kicker. He went week 10, 27 points, week 11, 25 points, week 12, 38 points. And that's not that's I mean, that is his highest scoring week, but he had 36 points back in week seven. So I don't know. It's against Buffalo. We'll see. Also, if Nick Folk kicks a bunch of field goals, that hurts Bottom's defense. Ah, yeah. I think Zach could edge this one out. And honestly, both of them are projected for the playoffs. So both probably make it, but just understand this. Zach is at 60%. Bottom yeah. is at uh, 79%. So I would believe that if bottom wins, he becomes a, a, a shoe in. And if Zach loses, it, it's and you win. I mean, Derrick, that's your chance. You got yeah. to take down one of these guys. I know. So uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm going with I'm going with bottom. Just he's gonna he's gonna win by a little bit. I think. That's very interesting. Also, yeah, Eagles D for Zach, but Eagles head coach for bottom. Uh, this is very incestuous. This is an incestuous matchup. I'm curious to see how it works. I'm curious to see how Devonte Smith. Continues to work for Zach since I dropped him, and then Zach got well. Actually, yeah, he got seventeen and twenty, and then the last two weeks he's got eleven points combined. So yeah, told you, Zach. <laughs> Who wins that drop now? Uh, all right. I is that Jordan Brooks? Yeah. All right. Well, there's a lot of lot here. There's a lot to look at, a lot to think about. I will also. I I'm gonna pick. Actually, I'm gonna pick Zach. I'm gonna go the other direction. I think Zach pulls this one out. Um. Austin Eckler and Nick Folk will be the key to this to Bottoms' victory. Uh, if those don't go well, I think Zach's got a, a pretty good fighting chance. Well, those are all the matchups. Uh, that's all the things about all the selfishness. We've got a little bit of time left. So, as usual, Ben Derge, this is when we talk about the Seahawks. Tell me about your feelings about the Seattle Seahawks. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I haven't been watching a lot of football. You and live in Vegas, Derajay. I that's the craziest thing. Ever since I moved, like before moving here, I've been to Vegas maybe like I don't know over twenty times. Since living here, I've probably been on the strip to have fun, you know, meet friends and go out and stuff. Probably twenty times, which is I don't know, it's weird. Um, so I only go out when friends are here. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. But that I don't know if that associates with me watching football. I just been having doesn't haven't been watching football. There is, wait, is this a question. cry for help? Are you saying you need Finicky to come to you? Is that what you're saying? 
No, I just, I just, I mean, I, I obviously am uh, doing something right because I'm seven and five. That's um, true. That's so true. I think if, I, if I put a little more uh, effort and attention, maybe I'd be better than seven and five. But, I don't know. Like, I think I I've know. been paying a lot of attention <laughs> and my team sucks absolute donkey dick. So maybe <laughs> the key is not paying attention. Well, that's why, that's why, why are you, why, you have uh, the, those two that I dropped in the beginning and you're, you have them in your lineup now. Um, Wilson and Patterson. Well, Patterson. Uh, Patterson worked out. Wilson, you know my history with quarterbacks. This has been a. Yeah. It's just at this point, it's all about pride. I have got to win the way I said I would win, and uh, I got a one percent yeah. chance of doing so, and a ninety-nine percent chance well, of not. Yeah. Well, uh, for as far as the Seahawks, uh, I had to look about you know about their season and i didn't i had no idea they were so horrible they were so bad they're three and eight they lost three in a row um they're at the bottom of the, the division in a very you know tough division with the cars the rams and the niners so something's wrong uh russell wilson i don't know is he he broke his finger he, for a uh, while and we he's no do, do people, so how, what's the feeling with russell wilson in, in the state of washington are they done with him or what, do they want to keep him and until he's like back to 100 percent? like well we well, are how, how, we are an angry breed the seattle seahawks fan base in washington and um yeah there's people calling for his head i don't think i think the people who want russ out didn't start feeling that this way. I think that they wanted him out a long time ago. I think the people who want Pete out, I think that they probably either think he's too old or, or love Russ or have wanted him out anyway. Um, I think the, the growing sentiment is we would be lucky to keep Russ, but most likely don't have a choice in the matter. Okay. So with that, do you believe, I mean, yeah. what do you think? Do you think Russ, do you think Russ will stay? I mean, his stock hasn't exactly gone up. Um, do you think he would want to stay and try to, could he be seduced into saying, or do you think it's maybe a time I to just let Pete find a new thing or, or just clean house or what? I, well, I was going that way. I think just clean house as much as I've watched or know about the Seahawks, I, the little that I've watched, I, I did see a little bit of the Washington game because I was off, like a little bit. When I say a little bit, maybe like 20 minutes. But um, what's his name? The the running back that you like, Gibson, he was just running all over the place. No one could stop him, so our defense sucks. The offensive line sucks. Is that? I guess that's why Wilson got hurt. I don't know. Um, and I think we just need a total makeover, like everything, top to bottom. Head coach, players. Um, I'm, cause they're not doing They're three and eight. They should just, well, I will say this. Uh, we have watched everything. this is, I mean, we are, we have lost three games in a row, but in those games, um, the teams we've played have, have scored lower than average points. We have, we, they get a ton of yards, but we, we give up, you know, our team, I believe gives up like the seventh least points in the NFL. I don't know what kind of defense you call that, but we don't give up points we force them to punt we force them to kick field goals uh we we really don't relinquish a lot of touchdowns and our offense is also good at not scoring touchdowns so uh it is not the defense it's not the legion of boom defense but it's a decent defense it's a pete carroll defense it's a bend but don't break 
Uh, we just give up a fuck ton of yards. And I, I don't know if that's worth paying for. I don't know if that's good enough. to. I don't know if it's good enough to say, yeah, we give up a bunch of yards. We don't give up points. I don't know if that's enough to say that you keep Pete. But I don't think Pete is failing completely. Um, I think Russ is failing completely. But I also think that Russ has been hurt. So it's it part of a big part of me says we'd be lucky to try to run it back again next year. And I don't I don't think we'll have that chance. I, I do think they will be gone. But um then again, I might feel completely different next week. Uh Darge, I need you to keep an eye on the Vegas lines for us to make sure that we we know uh, if there's a if there's a Vegas odds bet for whether Russ stays or goes, we're going to want to be aware of that. That's kind of that's kind of you. You're going to have to kind of be that guy to let us know about that. Absolutely, Julian. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Derge, we are winding up time. We've got about one minute left. This is where I let you say what you think about, I don't know, finicky, the holidays. What do you got? Oh, well, uh, back to back. Hope everyone had a great, happy Thanksgiving and uh, spend time with your families, kiss them, love them. And congratulations again to Ben Bliss on the baby. Um, what else? Uh, to all the dog people out there, hold your dogs tight. And happy early Christmas and Hanukkah and whatever else you celebrate. God bless everyone. That was so good. You, go. you still have you still have like a minute. I will say, uh, you've been paying attention. Oh. UW hired a new coach. Cougs are going to keep their coach. Did you ever get involved? Did you even care about any of the, w, the college stuff? Absolutely not, but I, but uh, congratulations to Wazoo, right? That's right. That's right. We're going to a bowl yeah, game. We're going to like the Citrus Bowl. No, it's probably not even that. Yeah, good. every like time. The, you know the how lasagna I know, bowl. Though, I, you know, I'm, I'm on the thread, so whenever I hear it vibrate like crazy, I know Wazoo's doing something good so or well, bad or something's going on. Hopefully they go to a <laughs> Vegas Bowl, Derage, and if they do, I'm sure everyone will visit. Not me, yes. uh, obviously for a lot of reasons, not me or probably Ben Bliss, but I hope everyone else will visit. Derage, you did it. Thank you. Thank you, Derage. This is the Finicky Podcast. Uh, hopefully I'll talk to you next week. If not, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Uh, good, best of luck to Derage and myself. Good night. Bye.